Welcome to the Stull Community of Faith podcast. May you be blessed as you listen to our Sunday scripture and message by Pastor Kyle Scheidemann. So um, what you'll see on the screen is Matthew 23, 1 through 12 from the NIV, but I'm opting to read it from the message. Now Jesus turned to address his disciples along with the crowd that had gathered with them. The religion scholars and Pharisees are competent teachers in God's law. You won't go wrong in following their teachings on Moses, but be careful about following them. They talk a good line, but they don't live it. They don't take into their hearts and live out their behavior. It's all spit and polish veneer. Instead of giving you God's laws, food and drink by which you can banquet on God, they package it in bundles of rules, loading you down like a pack animal. They seem to take pleasure in watching you stagger under these loads and wouldn't think of lifting a finger to help. Their lives are perpetual fashion shows, embroidered prayer shawls one day and flowery prayers the next. They love to sit at the head table at church dinners, basking in the most prominent positions, preening in the radiance of public flattery, receiving honorary degrees, and getting called doctor and reverend. Don't let people do that to you. Put you on a pedestal like that. You all have a single teacher, and you are all classmates. Don't set people up as experts over your life, letting them tell you what to do. Save that authority for God and let him tell you what to do. No one else should carry the title of father. You only have one father, and he is in heaven. And don't let people maneuver you into taking charge of them. There is only one life leader for you and them, Christ. Do you want to stand out? Then step down. Be a servant. If you puff yourself up, you'll get the wind knocked out of you. But if you're content to simply be yourself, your life will count for plenty. This is the word of God for the message of God. See, the title of this morning is, I asked Brenna, I said, you we want to hear as close as we can to what Jesus said because our scripture today shows one of his more passionate rants. And anyone that wants to imagine Jesus as this as meek and, and mild milk toast, they really haven't properly read the scriptures. Jesus was passionate about God's mission. His prophetic voice could sound loving to those that were being mistreated, those that were being, those that were ill, but to those whom he felt were being abused in God's name, Jesus could be downright insulting and he could be loud. One thing that we do know about Jesus is he didn't mince his words. If he was angry, you knew it. And in the scripture that Brenna just read today, whether you read the, the NIV version or you heard it from the message, the message is the same. He's compassionate, he's passionate, but he is angry. And his anger is directed at the powers to be. Those were the Pharisees and the scribes whom he feels they are abusing their power and their status. 
You know, interesting, interestingly, um, Jesus tells the crowds of his disciples whom he's teaching that, that he said, I want you to follow. I want you to follow the teachings of the Pharisees and the scribes. See, Jesus doesn't find anything wrong, essentially, with, with what they are teaching or what they are preaching. Those are good words. They, they are learned men. And they know Judaism. They know the scriptures. They know the law of Moses. And Jesus notes that they sit on Moses' seat. In other words, what he's saying is he's that they have been trained to be teachers and preachers of the law. But he says that he, that it, he follows that advice with another statement, though. He says, I want you to do what they tell you to do, but do not do as they do. For they are not practicing what they teach. He calls them hypocrites. Those who say one thing, but they do another. And then Jesus goes on this rant. He berates them for the way that they treat others. He berates them not only for actually helping others in their faith or to improve their lot. He berates them for loving the power they have and the status and the honor of all the positions they have. And they, they flaunt their titles and they do. They flaunt their deeds. And he berates them for their lack of humility their lack of servant leadership, their lack of compassion. And then he goes on and he breaks them some more for locking people out of heaven by, by showing them wrong ways to behave toward others. He breaks them for teaching bias through their actions and by leading in false example. He breaks them for leading people astray and, and, then, and guiding them to betray God with unloving action toward others. He berates them. He calls them blind guides who are swayed by money and the beauty and the power of the temple. And he berates them for showing off with their ties and their gifts to the public. But yet, they neglect justice and mercy and faith. Again, he berates them for teaching but not acting adhering to superficial laws, but not loving. Jesus is so passionate about God's mission, about God's people, about practicing love and mercy and justice in, in every day's life. And he is passionate about living out the faith of real and compassionate ways. He says nothing but giving your whole self will work. He doesn't hold back. He lets the Pharisees and the scribes have it full force with all the passion and the anger that he has within them because he and God, they're on the same page. See, God loves all people. He loves all the people, and so does Jesus. And Jesus sees the way the teachers and enforcers of Jewish law, they act about themselves. They keep apart from one another. They, they have no compassion for the ill or the weak or the poor or the foreigner. Oh, yeah, they know the law, but they don't show love. They aren't interested in taking time to get down and dirty in the field in order to practice justice and, and mercy in their own personal lives. And their hearts 
They aren't stirred by faith. They are enticed by starry-eyed fascination with themselves and with their power and their status and their money and their titles. Jesus is a no-holds-barred advocate of Judaism, of God, of love, of faith and service. But he is no friend of institutional hypocrisy that has emerged in the Jerusalem temple. So why is he searingly laying into the Pharisees and the scribes the way he is? That's because Jesus is passionate about God. He is passionate about faith. He is passionate about people. And he still holds out hope that he can get through to them too. Jesus taught and preached everywhere throughout the known region. He taught out of his home. He was by the sea. He was on the hillsides. He was on the docks. He was even in the boats preaching, but he also taught and debated in the synagogues themselves. He went to the homes of the Pharisees. He was in public forums. He was in the, the temple itself. Jesus did not come only to save one special group of people. In fact, this is Jesus' whole point on his rant to the Pharisees who were teaching people with their actions to be biased, to, to hate, to look past some and to revere others. Jesus came to save both the poor and the rich, the downtrodden and those with status. The tradesman, the landowner, the fisherman, the priest, the Pharisee. In fact, when Jesus cried over Jerusalem, he was passionately lamented over his inability to move and to sway those in power to repentance. Jesus was passionate about his gospel. He meant for everybody. So here we are. Today we are celebrating the Sunday that we all call All Saints Sunday. And All Saints, and on All Saints Day, we honor those people in faith who have come before us. And as we attempt to continue to, to walk in their footsteps, now those are the ones who taught us how to be Christians. The ones that taught us how to show love, how to behave, how to walk with God. You know, many of them, uh, they, they taught us in Sunday school. Maybe it was our youth groups, or simply it was by their behavior. And just think of, of people from your congregation's past. I didn't come from this congregation. I came from Mount Western Kansas. And I know a lot of people didn't go to church here. But think about those in your past who you most revered. And I imagine you're probably going to think most about their gentle, their, their giving nature, their willingness to serve and do anything for their church, their kindness to others. They had huge hearts. And we learn from our saints of our past. We all read the scriptures. We pray. We worship. But, but we learn the most how to behave and how to act out our faith how to live in Christian life from those whom we strive to emulate. Maybe they were our parents. Maybe they were our teachers. Maybe they were our pastors. Maybe they were saints. 
You know, Jesus was right to be passionate about trying to move the Pharisees' hearts, for they may have taught the scriptures to the people's heads, but to their hearts, with their behavior, their example, they taught people how to be biased, how to separate themselves from those who really needed help, how to be haughty instead of compassionate, how to look down their noses at others and criticize their lives. And often the lessons we learn from our heroes, they can be hard to break. In today's world, we have to be really careful about whom we emulate. Do we act in love and compassion? Or do we act with distaste and arrogance toward others? Do we show mercy for those that are in need? Or do we distance ourselves from them? Do we learn love? Or do we learn to hate? We have to rely on Jesus and our saints to guide us, those with hearts of gold and the wisdom of the ages. You know, those are who we had love and passion for and who were God's people, and they had a soul that just loved the church. Jesus shows us it's okay to be passionate. You can't have faith and an avid commitment by changing the world for the better without passion. And sometimes you see power and status and institutionalism and arrogance and money and titles, and they take precedence over simply loving passion that can actually set things right. And so as we go forward in this tumultuous time, you need to be brave. Be courageous, but above all, be passionate. Passionate about God's love, passionate about God's people, and that is all of them, no exceptions. That's what makes you compassionate, makes you loyal, makes you authentic, makes you true, and that's what makes you a Christian. Amen. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we... We, uh, we don't see Jesus like that very often. And uh, we saw him at the temple when he overturned uh, the, uh, the, the tables of the, those that were bartering and, and, and making, the, the making his, his sacred temple a, a marketplace. We saw him very angry. And here again we see him angry as he, he talks about the Pharisees that know the law but they don't act it. And so, Lord, may that be a lesson to us today. He does care. He is so passionate about us loving and caring for one another. And so as we come to the table of our communion today, as we come to this very sacred table, we've lifted up those that have gone before us as our saints. We've dedicated some of the memorials today to be blessed by you and to remain a part of our church history. But now, Lord, we bring to you our own lives. And we ask, Lord, that as we come forward that we remove the hate and, and we replace it with passion, love, and care. With your holy, most important commandment above all others, that we love our neighbors. And so be with us today, Lord, as we share in this time of communion, this time of forgiveness.